morning. It is Monday the 10th of May. I'm Ben O'Leary here for Marcus today as usual to have a look at what we have in store for us this week in the stock market. And there is a bit of a buzz around this morning and we have just ticked past our record closing high of 7,162.5 thanks to an 83 point rally despite futures pointing to a four point loss before the open. So much for that. A fresh record close is in sight if we can manage to hold on through the afternoon, where we are still 37 points or half a percent from the 7,197 intraday high set on the 20th of February last year. Every sector is in positive territory this morning, but it is a particularly good day to be an iron ore miner thanks to another 5% rise in the spot price over the weekend, blowing past the record high set the day before to now sit at 212.75. US dollars, an insatiable Chinese appetite for steel as they return to work is driving that rally, now up over 160% since the pandemic low in February last year. Both BHB and Rare are up around 3% this morning, while Fortescue is running its own race up 6.9. And right on the other end of the spectrum, it is going from bad to worse for A2 Milk. This morning they have warned they won't meet fourth quarter sales guidance after failing to meet the improved pricing, sale and inventory levels in their reseller channels which were required to deliver the significant uplift in fourth quarter sales that were forecast in February. A2 is now targeting FY21 revenue of between 1.2 and 1.25 billion. It is down 12% this morning and now 70% off the top. It is an ugly chart and it just got a little bit uglier. And I've just popped it in the strategy section today in case you haven't seen it. And speaking of missing things, I've included Henry's On The Couch with Jake Henson, the CEO of Betmakers from the weekend. We hold Betmakers in the growth portfolio and it has turned into one of our more active bets in the last couple of months. We're up 43% since we first added it at 98 cents. And we're really excited to get to hear from Jake and get a look at what is happening inside the four walls of Betmakers. Make sure you give that one a listen. It's also available on Spotify or Apple Podcasts on the markets today. Now looking to the week ahead, and there is not a whole lot of notable activity on the corporate calendar this week. It's not bad timing though, with the focus still on the wash-up of the bank results season and their approaching ex-dividend dates. This week, we have Pendle Group kicking things off with their half-year earnings out today, a Commonwealth Bank trading statement alongside full-year earnings from Osnet and CSR and AGMs from Smart Group and Sigma Healthcare on Wednesday. Thursday sees half-year earnings from GrainCorp and Orica, as well as a few more AGMs from GPT Group, Ampol, Waypoint REIT and Umedia, followed by an AGM from iSign This on Friday, which has of course been suspended from trading since late 2019. Turning our attention to the ex-dividend calendar, and we have three of the big four banks going ex this week, making it one of the biggest weeks of the year for income investors. ANZ with their 3.6% gross yield kicks things off today, followed by NAB and Westpac on Thursday, both with 3.2% gross yields. Outside of them, we have UOS with a 2.6% gross yield going ex tomorrow, while Janice Henderson, Seek, ResMed, ASG, and PL8 all go ex throughout the week that have gross yields of 1.2% or less. And you can, of course, find the ex-dividend calendar under the calendars section on our website as usual. On the economic front this week, the 2021-2022 federal budget is the main event locally, 
The economic recovery is on track for the moment, and after the RBA came out last week with predictions of higher inflation, higher GDP, lower unemployment, and interest rates set to remain in place for another three years, sounds as though that is going to enable the government to keep spending. With expectations, the budget will include over $4 billion in infrastructure spend, as well as billions in increased spend on social services, which is set to include aged care, mental health, and measures aimed at combating domestic violence. Outside the budget, locally we have NAB Business Confidence and Retail Sales out today, HI and New Home Sales tomorrow, Westpac Consumer Confidence and Building Permits on Wednesday, and Consumer Inflation Expectations alongside the Wage Price Index on Thursday. Over in the US, they have Consumer Inflation Expectations out tonight, Business Optimism, Redbook and Jolt's Job Openings tomorrow night, Inflation Numbers, MBA 30-year Mortgage Rate, and their Monthly Budget Statement on Wednesday, initial jobless claims and PPI Thursday, and then finally a very busy Friday to round out the week with retail sales, import prices, export prices, industrial production, manufacturing production, capacity utilisation, business inventories, and Michigan consumer sentiment. There's not much happening in China again this week. They have their inflation rate, PPI, and new one loans on Tuesday, and then nothing for the rest of the week. While Japan has household spending and the Bank of Japan summary of opinions out tomorrow, leading economic index Wednesday and current account and bank lending on Thursday. Then there are just a couple of releases in Europe with economic sentiment tomorrow night, followed by the ECB non-monetary policy meeting and industrial production on Wednesday. And then finally, the UK sees the Halifax house price index out tonight, followed by balance of trade, construction output, industrial production, and GDP on Wednesday. Last but not least, we have a rare quiet week on the Marcus Today media front. Marcus and Henry will, of course, be sharing their duties on ABC Radio 774 at around 10.25 each morning with Virginia Trioli. Marcus will have his strategy section and podcast out Tuesday, Wednesday, and Thursday, as well as the ever-popular Marcus weekend on Saturday morning. Henry is down in Melbourne, which is exciting for the team. He's got a bit of a quiet week in the media front with just radio on Thursday booked in. But as we know, Henry is a popular boy and he is very likely to get booked up through the week. Weekly sector charts will, of course, be back with Marcus and I sharing the load there. And Tom will have another exciting buy, hold, sell out a little bit later in the week. So that wraps things up for me. Keep an eye on the market today to see if we get that record close. Remember, 6173 is the magic number. Have a good week and catch you next Monday. (laughs) 